friends at Survivor.com. It's me, Mario. <laughs> you guys, number one. It's the Friendly Fire Show, episode 173 for uh, the start of June. Ben, I don't know the day or the time or anything because we're in lockdown 4.0. I'm Steve Wright in Melbourne, one of your hosts going slightly insane. Mm, well, I am in Adelaide, Ben here. And and yeah, we have no lockdown. Yeah, like a, a week and a half ago or something. Actually, uh, so nearly. So, that you can apply it to go through like immersion into a state border thing and now yeah you're back in lockdown yes I, like at least i got to see you like went went to adelaide uh definitely was not involved in in any uh covid spreading into back into victoria that was a different someone in south australia come from here so yeah <laughs> okay, okay. Came back, got hit in the ho- got hit in the hockey face with a stick. Got hit in the face with a hockey stick. Mm. Lost half a tooth. Had that fixed up. Uh, you can see the, the this side of my face's stitches. There's some on the inside of my lip as well. And then like this tooth is half fake. But anyway, that's the point. Um, then lockdown. And I guess today is officially the last day of the lockdown if it wasn't extended for another week. So... It's been. I'll play there. It's been fun. Uh, well, we'll see. I, I I think I'm at the point now where I just expect it to go another like four or five weeks, and you know, like if it if it ends earlier than that, then I'm happy. And if it doesn't end earlier than that, it is what it is. Um, mm. But I got to see you in Adelaide. That was really fun. Happy 30th birthday, which I think went smashingly well. Um, how do you feel yeah. about it all? <laughs> well, well, it's fine. Uh, I'm not. I'm only 30, so I'm not eligible for a vaccine for 20 more years, as far as I can tell. Uh, but yeah, it's all good. Uh, I was pretty convinced when I planned that, that we were going to be in lockdown that weekend. In the end, Victoria was in lockdown the next weekend, so it wasn't. But yeah, it just it's, because for something like that, you have to like book the venue and pay the fee three or four months ahead. It's like, there's no chance it's going to happen. But it did, and it was all good. So uh, yeah, that's not video game related. We play any videos while you're here really feud which is a very tense game um but you were telling me about something that you didn't really like in biomutant do you still not like it at the time you hadn't played very much oh well yeah no uh my opinion had not changed uh playing a little Mm. bit playing playing a lot i think i got like 10 hours in and then that was i had enough um it's one of those games that looks really really cool and then when uh, you play it, it's not cool. It's kind of stupid. Um, it's Experiment 101. It's the first game. Uh, and it's kind of like everything in the kitchen sink type approach. Like they have all these systems and all these things and none of them are done like particularly well. So it kind of all just comes together as this like open world checklist of things to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you put that on the box. Uh, <laughs> it looks very Game Pass to me, as in it will definitely be there in a couple of months and I might try it, but probably won't stick with it because it's just, it 
yeah, it's been getting very little publicity, but it was announced like years ago, right? Like this has been in some type of weird development loop. Yeah. And it looks like absolutely beautiful, which is why when you kind of see it, you're like, oh, that looks cool. And like the, you, you play as like a, an anthropomorphic um, animal thing uh, in a, in a post-apocalyptic world where, you know, like, like a raccoon, like a, yeah, like a mouse or, thing. Yeah. Mouse. I don't know. And you can make it look different based on your, based on your skill or your class. It looks a little bit different than you can put color into it. So like, it's really cool. It looks great. Um, we've, humanity is as long since passed, you know, we, we had our giant mega cities with toxic sludge oozing out mm. into the world and that's wrecked the world. And then there's a, like that's some that's part of it and there's like this giant tree of life like it's ori or something and and you have to go and save that then there's these bosses that are there but then there's all these tribes that are dotted about the landscape and there's a morality system like there's just a lot going on and you just kind of like sit there going why why is any of this happening and you know like the morality system you have like an angel and devil on your shoulder but like the first two tribes that you meet they're like don't don't think that just because it's good and evil, like it's there's a lot of gray in this world. Uh, this tribe wants to like save people, and this tribe wants to like cull everybody down so only the strong survive because they're the master race. But like, don't think that they're like Nazis or anything. They're they're kind of gray area. Yeah, okay, it's just all it, it's that there's a lot of concepts and it's all just it doesn't come together very well. And the most annoying thing of anything is that. All of the characters, well, not all, most of the characters, 99% of the characters speak in this weird, like, simlish, blah, 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 blah. And then there's, like, this kind of fable-style narrator who's, like, English and thinks he's very funny, but isn't for most of the time. And so you'll hear, like, these stupid simlish conversations, and then the narrator will be like, oh, Ben said that he was happy that he had his 30th birthday and there wasn't a lockdown. And now your character is saying, like, and it's just, like, it gets old so quickly. And then the, the narrator just talks over basically everything in the game to the point where the first patch that's going to come out will address the frequency of the narrator though pro tip if you are playing you can go into settings and kind of dial that down already but obviously if if that was an option that i saw at a tooltip like eight hours in and it's like the only thing that every single person reviewing the game has like commented upon like this guy needs to shut up i i'm, I'm astounded how that didn't get like flagged at any point before the game's release and fixed mm. accordingly. But that's that's just it's me. probably it's... just the case of too big a mechanic, or not even mechanic, just the way it's designed and they just got used to it. They couldn't see that this is actually terrible. But there's a like you can go into settings and dial down the frequency. Oh, it's, so someone it's, it's not enough. You need to dial it down far more than that. Mm. Yeah, like it's just it's one of those like THQ Nordic games where it's like, eh, it's got some charm, but yeah and that's that's all i want to say about it then really <laughs> okay well let's leave it there i'm not going to play that uh i'm glad you did so i don't have to what i'm going to do is watch some of e3 we're not going to go through the times now because i can't remember them and it doesn't matter between three to is... five a.m like every yeah, day for so that's a week. yeah basically great. i don't i'm not sure that i'm going to watch anything live maybe one of them uh, I think there's like a public holiday for us that might work out for Xbox if you want to be up at 2 a.m. or 5 a.m. or whenever it is. Um, but let's start there. So this is probably the biggest one. Well, the main conferences. There's a few things which are not part of E3 that basically are. That one is officially part of this fake virtual E3. It's an Xbox slash Bethesda, i.e. Xbox 
uh, press conference or whatever they call it now when there's no press there, they just give you a pre-recorded video. Uh, what do we think they're going to show? Uh, Halo Infinite to make mm. us not terrified that it is going to be like, you know, the newest Duke Nukem dying, their Dead Island 2 style kind of vaporware. Will they open with Craig again and just like, here he is, he's still there. We're, we're doubling down. That'd be great, actually, just to be like, we know. He has pores now. He has detail in his face and looks great. Probably, maybe. Yeah. I think I think that's kind of the elephant in the room. It was it was the big launch title for Xbox Series S and X that didn't eventuate. Mm. And then was probably expected around now, <laughs> if not sooner. And then, you know, eventually we knew that it was going to be out next Christmas. Um, it, it has to be addressed because that will be the question on everybody's mind, I think. And it will be one of the first things I think we'll, we'll also see things like, uh, Forza Motorsport it, numbered or not. I think it's not going to be numbered. It's kind of like the reboot open worldy thing. Mm. Game as a service. Uh, what else is there? There's that, uh, disavowed or avowed God. What's it avowed. called? Avowed. avowed. Thank you. From, uh, Obsidian, which, I don't know if we're going to see a lot of, but we'll see more than a, than a title screen. Same would go for things like Fable. Like we know a lot about what's kind of coming from Microsoft, but it's that Microsoft problem of they, they didn't have a lot of first party things and they've addressed that, but everything is so early on in development. It's like, do we, do we show it now and pat it out for three years or do we just kind of like, you know, it's happening and shut up about it until it happens. What do you think? I guess from the, and I know it's all Xbox, but what do you think from the Xbox side? We'll get to Bethesda in a minute um yeah i think they have to open with halo infinite and i think they will i think that's their big thing they'll probably rebrand it they'll probably forget that this was meant to be a launch title it was no one ready but now it's a 20 year anniversary title because it is the 20th anniversary of halo towards this christmas so i suspect the release will tie in with that or some level of celebration uh and that is going to be the big deal of like this is it because xbox hasn't had a, a triple a first party game first of all in a while and not at all on series x um that's first party so uh i mean it was meant to be that one like if if phil had known that that wasn't going to be ready for launch i suspect they probably would have delayed gears 5 and use that instead as their big launch title uh they didn't they left a massive gap um i think yeah they kind of have to go all in on that i think we'll see flight simulator running on series x and it will just quietly not be coming to xbox one anymore and that will get a release date for like August or something. That'll slot in somewhere. With the game already is out. It's running. It's had you know nine months or something now to be optimized for Xbox. Surely that's pretty close. Um, did Perfect Dark actually get announced, or was that just like leaked as is happening? No, it got announced. It's the Coalition's game hmm. for certain, uh, and we got like a little um, like a CG trailer that was kind of setting up the world, and it was flying around into the like a building and i can't quite remember what was going on with it but yeah like there were there yeah. were certainly things so yeah we'll you see more on something very important there which is uh cg trailer like extra last year probably two maybe even years has been very heavy on here's a short cgi trailer they need to show like the the old school xbox presses we went to they would have someone on stage playing like almost every game and because they were used to focus on, here's what's coming out in the next 22 months. And they've kind of gone the Sony way. Sony used to like never have anyone playing because they were like, here's Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's coming out in 10 years. Like they're kind of, Sony's a lot more, here's what's coming out soon, although not always. 
Uh, and Xbox has been forced, as you said, to kind of show some stuff far away because they, they've got this big gap. I think we'll see some of that address. They'll come have some, as much as I don't want to do third-party deals, I think there will be some, whether it's a time exclusive, whether it's best on Xbox for some reason. Uh, they need to fill those gaps. There'll be stuff we don't know about. Um, Forza Motorsport, possibly. I think maybe Horizon 5. There's They could go either way. I know we, we don't know that's in development, but we do, because why would they not be making one? Oh, absolutely. Um, and 3 and 4 were made in two-year cycles, and now we've had two years since um, so yeah, it's, it's quite possible that even trying to make it more next gen or current gen, as we should say, it's still pretty close to being ready for this year or maybe next year. So, uh, yeah, I think that's probably what's going to be there. I would be disappointed if there's not some stuff that we don't know about some, some new stuff, some, I know they're kind of like, where are you going to pluck this from? But they have so many videos that for some of them to be launching new IPs just makes sense at this point. Um, but they don't want to show them too early because they already have with stuff like Avout. They don't want to show, here's a CGI trailer, they show nothing. Is something like Fable close to being ready now or is that still in that we don't have gameplay? Um, yeah. They need to show some of these games running, basically. And I'd be okay if they had things like a Grounded, which like I wouldn't be surprised if Obsidian is basically just stopped. Um, things like Ninja Theory's, God, was that called? Shooter game, stupid shooter game. Uh, team yeah, bleeding Hero. Edge. Thank you. Bleeding like, Edge. Like they, they weren't like groundbreaking, but you know, like, like little just little pop up things here and there. Like, like they have enough too. teams now where they can they can encourage that kind of creativity and that kind of experimentation, and maybe they'll mm. hint, you know you know get onto something. It's kind of like Team Asobo, I suppose, with Astro's Playroom. It's not like groundbreaking and revolutionary, but it's something to kind of tide people over. Um, on the Bethesda front, I don't think. I don't ever think Starfield was going to come out this year, but there was a huge rumor, you know, suggesting that it's, it seems more like the, the proper rumors, the, the more legitimate rumors are suggesting that it's going to come out next year. Um, I just can't imagine anything big and Starfield I consider big. And also I, 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 I would definitely be surprised if it was going to be on PlayStation. It's, it's, it's going to be an Xbox and PC exclusive. Um, if that game came out this year, it would be in the holiday season and that would be going up against Halo. And that doesn't make sense to me. So I just, I don't think that's yeah. going to happen. Um, I don't think it's ready. I, I would like to see it again in gameplay in the same way that, you know, Sony is showing off um, Horizon and that supposedly is coming this year. Um, they show off gameplay for a year plus out. So I think we could see a short, you know, even if it's like four minutes of gameplay, fine and then just put up a 22 and then put up your cgi trailer of how great this story is but just show what the game actually is uh that's what they used to do really well and that's what they need to do for starfield because what is it we don't really know it's fallout mm. in space but that's the outer worlds and uh that's obsidian and uh, we already have they're, <laughs> they're all in the same company now that's weird uh that's awkward as hell um I guess something that's probably more Xbox than it is definitely more Xbox than Bethesda. There's rumors that uh, Kojima is Hideo Kojima, Hideo Kojima, sorry, is um, working on his next weird trippy balls out thing, but it's going to be an Xbox title, um, which it suits me fine. Cause if it's awful, I will rip into it into shreds just like I did death stranding. And, you know, people will see that. I don't care that it was a PlayStation game. It was just a bad game. Mm. Um, that's I'm not glad. Bethesda. 
yeah, don't bother. Um, other Bethesda stuff, I think there'll be a proper Fallout game. I think kind of 76 is, is starting to run its course, though, like, I'm sure they'll keep trying to milk it like they do Elder Scrolls Online, which I have, like, equally the same kind of opinion about. Like, I'm just... The older I get, the, the less I want to have a game as, like, a part-time job. <laughs> Some of these things, like, are just yeah, feeling it's, like it's, that. Yeah. Too much work. Uh, what else? Like, I'd love a, a Evil Within 3. But I think we're probably going to get, uh, well, well, no, we won't get uh, Ghostwire Tokyo because that's a that's a PlayStation game. So we won't hear anything about that at the Bethesda Xbox conference. Or will we? I think that's, we will. That's weird. I, think I didn't we think will. of that. I and we'd we have to, we'd get Deathloop as well. We'd have to because it's it's a Bethesda game. I don't think they'll give it too much of a spotlight, but I think they'll show them in, you know, we that's the, the Xbox way now is the where we don't mind what platform you play on. You're giving us money either way, so I think they will show those off. Do you um, think they'd be brazen enough to say, coming to PlayStation 4 and PC, and in one year to the day, I guess they would, because if, if if they have yeah. like a, a timed exclusive, I don't think there'd be anything stopping them from saying, and in one year and two days and seven hours, when that drops, you can get it on Xbox. It'll be on Game Pass, so you know maybe just hold on. I think they will. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, I think we might see Evil Within 3. I think that is possible. It's the type of thing that they'd go for in that they were trying to beef up their Japanese development and it's like the only one they have. Uh, I'm not sure what else they would have been working on. And it it probably isn't the type of game that takes that long to develop. You know, being a, another sequel to an idea that's pretty established that could probably smash it out in, you know, 18 months, two years uh, and keep it relatively short, which is what you want for a game like that. And it would probably do well on Game Pass. So I think that's an option. Um They'll definitely have stuff to announce, which is coming this year that we don't know about. Because I don't think they're going to say, all right, uh, Bethesda's big games are on PlayStation only. And there's n- we've just bought them and they've got nothing out this year on Xbox. So Arc- don't see that happening. Arcane has two or three studios. God, two. At least two, two I think. maybe yeah. three. There's Leon and Austin. And I feel like there's another one, but I can't think of what it would be. So there's at least two. So mm. we know one's working in Ghostwire Tokyo, obviously uh so like i guess a prey 2 potentially or something or the, there's rumors about a vampire game or something i've heard but I, like i yeah that's all i've heard i have no idea i'd rather a prey game than a there's some stuff in their past which could be coming back uh they you know wolfenstein's done really well so they could keep that going in some capacity um i mean that when did that come out oh. two three years ago so yeah but wolfenstein's that's machine games and they're doing that indiana jones game so we'll definitely hear about that oh uh, yeah but look how many teams do these developers have like you can have multiple teams within the studio it's hard to know now yeah uh, how many projects someone can be working on um we're not going to get doom we just had doom eternal it might be dlc or something but i think they've already pretty much covered that yeah uh, and game studios yeah. is doing starfield and then elder scrolls so i don't think we're going to see a single thing out of elder scrolls no. which is they good because that's that's literally years. just a yeah that's a game in a and a logo like we don't need anything about elder scrolls at least until we know anything else about starfield uh quite possible we'll get in skyrim double enhanced edition for a series x and ps5 uh i'm surprised i haven't done it already to be honest as it is on those consoles but they can sell it again so uh 10 years since Skyrim came. um so unbelievable how much i've milked that game they've gone full resident evil with it and they've done it Four, I mean by that. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Like, I would say the last two or three years, we've said 
this is going to be Xbox's big year and they've had good shows every time, but they've never really delivered to that. They nailed it. They clearly dominated kind of mood. It was always been like, oh, pretty good, but next year will be better. Uh, I don't think this is the year that's going to be better. I think we're going to say that again after this one. I think the pandemic's probably thrown, delayed them a bit. Um, maybe next year will be that actually amazing year, but they need to be solid. They need to have stuff coming out this year. They need to have gameplay. Uh, and it's about so that these like 23 developers they have are doing stuff. So uh, yeah, I think like they've, they've killed it with hardware. I much prefer my Xbox over my PS5. It looks better. It runs better. Everything about it I prefer. Game uh, Pass is great, but just have done nothing on the software front. And so they just need to do something. Totally agree. Um, and I mm. guess Sony is probably going to do something, but we don't know anything about what that is. So that's why we're not going to talk about Sony because we just don't know. Yeah, um, not really. We They're not at E3 officially. I think they'll do something in June or July, their own, whatever they want to brand it as. Uh, I think there might be like a contractual reason. Like they made it pretty clear in 2019, they're not at E3 anymore. So I think yeah. they couldn't come back now and be like, oh, we're at the fake E3, which isn't really E3. Like it doesn't matter if you're part of E3 or not. Everyone's just doing their own you know, live stream show. So, and they brand, some of them are branded E3 and some of them will not be. Uh, I think Sony's making it pretty clear they're staying out of the headlines right now so that they can kind of be like, we're not paying you any money because we're not in E3, but we're going to do our own thing. Um, but they're probably just waiting to see what everyone else does. So I would yeah. say maybe late June or even July for them. Yeah, I think so too. And they've kind of, they've done a little bit. They've, they've obviously have just done that state of play on Horizon Forbidden West uh, so we got to see some gameplay today. We found out, and I'm I'm dipping into the news. Sorry, but I think it's it's poignant. Uh, not only do we know now that God of War has been delayed into 2022, but we know that it's going to be a PS4 game alongside Gran Turismo 7. You've so, got to brand that. That's one of our only segments this week in delays. Oh well, yeah, but, but the <laughs> pandemic is why because we have that's why we have this week in delays and like this week as as you've made a new one this week in actual release dates. Like these, the pandemic is. It's people that can like, so experiment 101, I didn't like Biomutant, but the fact that you like got it out on like on schedule, like you did a thing, mm. I applaud you because I can't imagine how difficult game development would be with all of these people trying to work in clusters and then with bigger teams to develop this like digital product that we all get. It's, it's insane. So I think, I think you're right. And that we have to adjust our expectations like we did last year or we should have done last year to just kind of ride this out <laughs> and then like get to greener pastures once we're all yeah. back to normal air quotes. Well, like on that news, Sony saying that God of War is delayed, uh, both it and Gran Turismo 7, which has must have been in development for like 10 years, GT6 came out in 2013, um, are both going to be cross-gen which is only a, like, we expected that, but it's only a news item because Sony said like a year, 18 months ago that we believe in generations, we're not doing any cross-gen and now they wound that right back. And that's because of the situation we're in. It's, they can't get enough PS5s out there. So loads of people don't have them yet. They probably expected more people to have them than they than do now and probably yeah. will in the foreseeable future. And not even, like this This trip shortage is going to last until 2023. It's It's been kind yeah. of projected. So like this is, this is an ongoing issue. slower. Uh, more people are probably playing games than ever because they're stuck at home and a bunch of people probably got back into games who had elapsed a bit and it's, i'm sure a lot of people listening have done you know you as much as you like playing games and you you know listening to a gaming podcast you're probably really into it right now but there's probably have times where you've gone through months not playing and just kind of let it go and then you've come back into it for whatever reason and you've got really into it again 
Uh, it's not necessarily something you have to constantly do for years. I would say a lot of people probably got back into it. They couldn't get a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, so they've gone with a PS4 or an Xbox One. Fair enough. Uh, that cross-gen is here to stay longer than anyone planned. And probably as a result, this gen will last longer. Like, you know, these consoles, they'll, no, they'll get upgraded again. There'll be a refresh. But you can probably use your current PS5, Xbox Series console for 10 years, maybe even longer, no problems, because of the it's just all being pushed back. Yep. Oh, and it'll be this weird lovely period where they realize that they can get more out of the the console so we'll get hmm. like we'll get 60 frames locked at 4k easily and then maybe you know like 120 frames on some things and not like this weird trade-off performance mode or, or visual mode and then yeah. we'll get a refresh that you know like kind of puts us back to parity with pc it's it, yeah it's it's like everything in life right now like everything is just kind of on its head because we're all having to adapt and Anyway, we'll see how we go. Let's move on because we've gone hmm. through one of these things, basically. Uh, Nintendo is, is the next one that we were going to talk about. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Um, so they they have announced, they announced their time today. Who cares when it is? It's the middle of the night. I would suggest just queuing it up on your laptop, phone, TV, whatever. 2 a.m., whichever exactly. day it is. I forget the, I forget the day. 2 yeah, th this is not a live press conference anymore. It, Nintendo's phoning it in in the fact that they've already done it. And they're just playing it then for the first time. You absolutely can get up at you know seven a.m. before work, chuck it on. It's only forty minutes, um, or it is forty minutes depending on how you look at that, and watch it with pretty much avoiding spoilers. If you can avoid just going to Twitter or something first thing on your phone out of habit, you can probably just watch it as if you're watching it live. That is what I'm going to do. Ben Salter, you could also mm. just go to Survivor.com and get all the headlines. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You could by the time you wake up, if you Jesus. want the joy of watching it. Jeez. Dude, I got, uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna pause this podcast. I'm gonna have some words with you. We'll come back. It'll be fun. Anyway, you're gonna cut back in. I'm not gonna be here anymore. Just you talking. <laughs> uh, uh, what they did say is that there's gonna be. I forget the Nintendo wording exactly. You know how Nintendo speak. Please understand. Oh, I've got, I've I've got this. I've got this. So in our show notes, you've wrote yeah. rumor. Switch Pro will be announced for uh, E3. Confirmed. Nintendo's e E3 showcase is only focusing on software in 2021, some 2022. And the key wording that you didn't put in those notes is for Nintendo Switch. But a Nintendo mm. Switch Pro is still a Nintendo Switch. So That's people right. are like, people are saying like, oh, no, definitely no new hardware because they're talking about Nintendo Switch. No, 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 no. They're talking about Nintendo Switch. And it could be the new Nintendo Switch that Absolutely. runs better, like the new 3DS XL 345 Enhanced mm. Edition Super, Plenty super Mega Platinum. There yeah sorry uh, so Go. the they pretty much said software coming out mostly in 2021 right in the lines they're talking about some stuff in 22 as well one is that pokemon game which is coming out two months after the other pokemon game we complained about that last episode correct um not complain noted about how odd that is so we've got 40 minutes software only i the the room has been going around for ages and to the point where people have been saying it's going to be announced any day yet and it hasn't uh, it does make sense for them to go early, I think, because it does allow third parties to be like, and this game that definitely couldn't run on Switch is going to be on the Switch Pro. Depending on what they do, is Nintendo going to allow some Switch Pro exclusives or is it going to be like Xbox and PlayStation where everything has to work on the base and the new model? Uh, history would suggest that that's what they will do mostly, but they will allow some exclusives. There was maybe like one or two games that only worked on new 3DS and there's um, like the games that only worked with like one of the Resident Evil games only worked with a Circle Pad Pro. Is yeah. Like what I can think of. And they've done it. If you go back generations, like to play Majora's Mask, you had to get the expansion pack for your 
uh, 64. Like they, they're probably the only one who has kind of allowed that to happen. So I think that I'd probably say try and get it on both. But if the only way we're getting this killer title of, you know, we're finally getting GTA 5 on Switch is to have it on the Pro, we'll allow it. Um, and that way they've got a, a period before they get to the Switch 2 because they made it pretty clear they want this to last at least eight years, if not longer. So this is the refresh. It needs to happen. Uh, rumor is it will be, you know, bigger screen, but same form factor, just less kind of border around it. And it will work with the same accessories, but it will somehow output to 4K. I'm going to assume that is the game is still running at like 720, but it it just upscales to 4K like the PS4, PS4 yeah. Pro did. Um, and that means magic in the dock to output to the TV as opposed to yeah, it, special handheld. I don't think it's going to be native. for It'll be like the Xbox One S where it can write 4K on the box because as opposed to your TV upscaling the 4K, the console upscales it and then sends it across. So your TV thinks it's the native 4K image, but it's not. And we don't want that. We don't want the Switch will blow up if it tries to run at 4K native. So it'll probably still be 1080 and it can just upscale it to look slightly better on your TV. Yeah. Um, Yes, hopefully that does happen. I'd prefer to get that out of the way. We're not sure what's happening. Otherwise, they're going to run into the same problem though. The chip shortage is still going to affect Nintendo as much as they're running some old school hardware. Uh, it's a problem for everyone. So don't count on getting one this year, I would say, if that happens. And I would expect well, a price increase too. And to be honest, like I'd rather just wait for a Switch too, especially like, you know, like you, you said, and I, it, I think rightfully so, like if, if that means it would play GTA 5, well, like mm. I have GTA 5 on numerous yeah. other platforms and if it's like multi-platform games i i've invested in a ps5 and an xbox series x so like and, unless we're talking about breath of the wild 2 requiring this maybe maybe that's another story but like also i'll wait until everything drops or like i've got enough stuff on i don't know like it's this it's weird that what am i trying to say i don't even know i think that there's not enough nintendo games like exclusive nintendo games that i would like desperately want to play that i wouldn't drop like five or six hundred bucks for mm. a new console that's like half a step i'm gonna wait till the the next full step almost like i wish i didn't even get a wii u because that all felt like half a step in the end that's my that's my thinking I, I on the other hand wouldn't get it because i pretty much play every nintendo exclusive more than anything else not all of them some of the trash but you know the main ones uh, I do agree. My Switch goes for months without being used, as does my PlayStation, all because you need to have somewhere where you're primary playing. So um, like the 3DS went through a bunch of revisions. There was a new 3DS more or less every year. Like the fact that Switch has only had one revision in the light, which wasn't even a revision. It was kind of like, a, here's a second option. It's it's slightly worse, but kind of better if you don't like the docking thing. Um, I kind of expected they would have released a Pro by now. Probably mm. got delayed because of the whole situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they, they probably intended it for last year. But it's worked out better. Get a get a year away from the the um, Xbox Series X and the PS5. They kind of get their own time in the limelight now. So I think that'll work better. Breath of the Wild well, 2, it'll be called something else. That's going to be the launch title, for lack of better term. Um, and that's what they're going to you know, that's going to be their Halo Infinite here. And I think they're not going to get, it'll probably look way worse than anything that's, that Halo did. Um, but it, it's that style of game doesn't really matter. People will go crazy for it. And I think they need to show us something. Like they announced this game ages ago, which Nintendo don't do very often. They don't often say, here's something coming and then show us nothing for years. So I think we'll see that play and we'll get a release date, which is why they'll announce the Switch Pro first so that it can all of a sudden be the same day. Here's uh, a hypothetical for you. Strategy. 
what if mm. that console was supposed to come out last year and Nintendo was smart enough to realize what was going on, didn't announce it. So. There's, there's been tons of leaks, didn't yeah. announce it, has been like, because, you know, like they've decided on the form factor, the hardware mm. have been just stockpiling consoles. So it's Super not... Smart. It's not an Xbox Series X or PS5 issue where it's like, it's announced, we've got 10, you have at it, people die fighting over it. They've just been like sitting quiet on it for like six, seven months. And when it's time to announce this thing, it comes out pretty quickly afterward. And they have at least more launch day stock than their opponents and demand and they're available. People snap it up. Could happen. I hope. I hope that's it. I don't think Nintendo is smart enough to do that, based on their history. They certainly have enough cash reserve to sit on a bunch of hardware for months. Uh, Nintendo's loaded, so they oh can, yeah. Out of all the the manufacturers, they could probably do that the easiest, and they could sell it to their investors the easiest. Being like, don't worry about this massive hole in the budget; it'll come good. Um, but then I feel yeah. like there'd be more leaks if that was the case. But like that would be that would be the ideal situation in my mind. I don't think you're right that if they release it pretty soon after E3, like, you know, August, September, like get a little ahead of that holiday period, as opposed to saying this is launching on the 10th of December. Uh, they they get the, the hardcore people who are staying up to get a pre-order and do, you know, pre-order at 10 retailers to make sure they definitely get one. They get out of the way. You get them their console who are definitely going to buy it no matter what it is. Um, then you've got that market for Christmas and they can say by that point, it seems like the plan is they're going to have Pro and Light going forward, and the original Switch will get Light. Um, the Pro probably costs more than what the the standard one does, and the, the, the Light's pretty cheap. So they're your two options. But they're going to have this whole backlog of that middle ground still. So this Christmas they can be like, "Here's the cheapy, here's the brand new one. If if you want to upgrade, and you know what, we're going to offload all this stock of the other one." So they could dominate this christmas by having not only stock but options at different price points while xbox and playstation are still kind of like uh we might get some check amazon it'll be there for a minute and then it's gone so yeah if if what you said is true they are geniuses i i don't see it maybe i agree um so we're like (laughs) at basically our normal episode length right now Mm. and we still have a lot to talk about i suggest we're going to go to a mid-roll mostly because i need to pee and i could definitely use another beer what say you Mm. Done. Well, we could right. part one, part two this. You know, we can release oh this one. Oh my God, we could do mm. that too. Well, well mm. I'm going to pause it anyway. Either the episode's done and you'll get like a Badoop noise and we'll see you next week or we'll come back. But we'll just, it, we'll keep recording. Will we keep recording? We'll keep recording. We'll keep recording. It can't be next week too much because we'll get too close to E3. So these episodes are really pretty close together. Oh, we might just have to bang this out, Ben. We might have to bang this out. No, I can put them you a can, couple of days apart. You can go get dinner uh, if you hold- want, and then we can come back. It's up to I don't care. Like we we Matt's working nights at the hospital, and I'm in lockdown, so hmm. I got nothing better to do. What? I, it's all on well, you, man. It's all on you. I tell you what, uh, release schedules all over the place. Like we release episodes whenever we feel like it. So uh, that's the end of part one of our E3 prediction. Part two is coming up probably pretty soon after this one. Nice. Well, then we have to do like a proper ending. You can find me on Twitter and the internet at srightau or on survivor.com. Ben, how do we find you? Oh, okay. Uh, ben underscore Salter on Twitter. I've not tweeted much recently, but I'm waiting for the Switch Pro. That's why. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, people. Bye. <laughs>